Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. You know it's Taz and Moose, you know it's Taz and Moose, hey. Taz of the Moose with you here on this Wednesday morning. Happy hump day to one and all. It certainly is if you're a Washington fan, Nationals that is. Not so much if you're an Astros fan. As we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, who found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home? Rocket Mortgage, push button, uh, get mortgage. You've got Sam and Mike across the way, bogus with your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time we go. want to ask you about Scherzer here, Taz, because yes. I heard Jim Bowden. Right, former general manager of Major League Baseball, Cincinnati Reds, and and he's been on our show before on a, one or two occasions. I remember, right? yeah. Um, and uh, now does stuff on MLB Radio. Uh, I heard him yesterday before the game saying that he would be stunned if Scherzer would be available. This was before he was warming up in the bullpen last night and on the bench and everything. If he was available, because from his understanding, uh, he had trouble down in when he was home, had trouble getting out of bed. Couldn't put his shirt on by himself. Still the neck. The neck, right. Yeah. This was before yeah. he was scratched from his game right. five star. On Sunday, that had, was. Right, right. had yeah. trouble getting out of bed. Couldn't put the shirt on by himself. Mm. Um, you know, his wife had a, I believe he's married, wife, girlfriend, whatever. I think it was his wife. I heard and, right. you about wife, to say. Yeah. So basically, like, and he was saying that, you know, he'd be similar injury that he had earlier on in the regular season that kept him out a month, said he'd be stunned. How exactly then, with a cortisone shot, I guess painkiller, is Scherzer then out there throwing off flat ground and warming up in the bullpen? If you're looking at you know 48 hours previous, he's basically having trouble just doing a daily routine. It's possible. It really is possible. I've I've, I've done it. No, I know. Well, that's why I want to uh, ask. It's you. possible. And there's a few different things. It's not necessarily. I can't say what the man is taking, what the doctor, you know, is prescribing to him. I would not think it's painkillers. I think most people think it's painkillers. It's more muscle relaxers. So the problem he's got is going up. When he when he talked about spasms, that's bands, that's muscle bands of muscle, muscles of bands in your neck from your traps. Which for those that don't know what your traps are, that's the the muscles, the short muscle that's the top of your shoulder. So from the your shoulder deltoid, from your actual deltoid, your shoulder, the round part of your shoulder, 
to your neck. That gap, that's called a trap, a trapezoid, right? So what happens is the muscles from your neck shoot down here into your traps, into the back of your neck. And all those bands, muscles, they tighten up. So did did you hear, did he get a cortisone shot? He did. Okay. So I had one in my neck. So now, again, the cortisone, just for people to understand, it's not like years ago the cortisone. Um, now it's synthetic cortisone. So the synthetic cortisone, it's less dangerous. So back in the day, in the 70s of the NFL, guys at halftime were getting cortisone shots and running like deers and then blowing their knee out in the end of the fourth quarter. They were blowing their quad out because it was a, it was a different type of medicine. It was much more potent. Okay. The synthetic cortisone is less taxing on the body but yet gets the results. And it does take a few days for that cortisone to really take effect. So he probably got it on Saturday or probably Sunday, and it's probably starting to work on him a little bit. It takes a few days. That's number one. The other thing that he probably had done is a bunch of stim work. Like So they put these... Uh, little like electrode things on you on this machine, like a tens machine. Have you ever have a tens machine? I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, it's electric stim, and they put they put heat on it, so it loosens all the muscles. And they he probably did do a bunch of treatment for like two days solid, and to get him able because he was warming up yesterday. He I was. saw him and he looked pretty good. I mean, warming up. He did look good. Now, I guess my question is then going through all of that, Taz. He's obviously not 100%. He can't go through all that. I wouldn't say say in a few days he's 100%. No. Right. So then what exactly, I mean, what exactly should Nat fans then expect from Scherzer tonight (sighs) when when he takes the mound? He was warming up in the bullpen last night. He's going to get the ball. Dave Martinez announced it before game six for a game seven if there should be one. We know there's going to be one. We know Greinke's on the mound from the Astros. I guess my question is going through all that, Right, and we know the cortisone shot. You know the all this, all the work that he had just to get himself his body. Yeah, there's a know, lot. There's yeah. a lot there. There's what could you possibly expect from him tonight? Could you I, expect? You I can't think, get I vintage think, Max Scherzer, no, can you? I think there could be a problem because this is the thing that no one's going to talk about unless they've been through an injury like this. And I know I have. Is the stress? The stress brings the tightness, and unless you're on like a super potent like. Um, one of the uh, uh, pain, uh, one of the uh, muscle relaxers they gave me years ago was something called Flexerol. Okay, and this stuff basically just you didn't feel nothing. Oh, really? It was dangerous. Like I, I took it twice, and then I, I gave it to my wife. I said, Don't, "Keep this away from me." She goes, "What's the problem?" I go, it, "It works. Like it's scary how much it works. It's addicting." Like you felt great. I felt amazing. Oh, okay. And I, I didn't go and wrestle, but I just felt amazing. This was after like eight months of, of rehab. Yeah, I had yeah. a really bad injury. The thing I'm saying about stress that could happen, when he's on the hill and it's game seven and all this pressure, he's a pro. We understand that. He's not going to sweat and have butterflies, you know. It's but there's stress. Right. There's stress. And now it's different, as you know, when he's warming up in the pen compared to being on a hill. Yeah. And he's throwing hard. Yeah. And that and – that, Talk in your body and how your your shoulder and everything, all your trap, your shoulder, your neck, all those muscles in your upper griddle uh, come into play. And, you know, it's stressful. I, this guy, could he can lock up. I've locked up. Yeah, well, you know, that's... And it's scary. You don't know when it's coming. It just yeah, happens. And I can, I can, and that's why I want to ask you, Taz, because you've been through that kind of stuff. You know, and I, you know, I'm curious about that. I mean, I think for the Nats, you know... Obviously, they know more than anybody else in terms of what they can get yeah, from Scherzer. Maybe course. it's 70 pitches. Maybe it's 80 pitches. It's going to be a well-rested bullpen. It's not a good bullpen, but it's going to be well-rested nonetheless. Um, but uh, 
you know, you're obviously not going to get eight and a third innings like you got from Strasburg in game six. I mean, I I think, but I think for them, Taz, the emotional lift of seeing Scherzer on the mound, I think means a lot it's to a that national team. It boosts the confidence for sure. And one thing, other thing I want to say, was don't be shocked. It, they might not have him do it in luck. It, it, in between innings, if he's getting massage therapy, like maybe they won't have him sitting in the dugout. Dude. If he goes he's in going the into the clubhouse. Yeah, and they have a, a masseuse there, a massage therapist that's really good with, with breaking down that, that fat, it's like called fascia, that muscle. Uh, there's something called ART that breaks down. It, 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 uh, that's people who specialize in it. They, can, they rub out your shoulder or your leg or whatever your injury is, and it hurts when they do it, but it really loosens you up. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if they have a guy doing that or a woman doing that in between him, innings, or definitely before the game. Before the game, you won't yes. know it, but I, I that wouldn't shock me because it just relieves the muscle, man. I, yeah, but you're right. I mean, the confidence I think of the Nats will, you know, you know and if the, the Nationals fans, you know, oh, no doubt. when they're down in Houston, will be boosted once well, he's and there. How, and how much would it be? I mean, listen, we're not, uh, you know, the national the Nationals still have to win another game on the road, and that would be every game decided. A road team winning every game in the series. The Astros are still home, and I know they've got Granky on the mound, but still, we know it's not a hundred percent Max Scherzer. But if the Nats should ever win this, Taz. With Scherzer, I mean, they will. I mean, it will go down right there with Kurt Schilling and the bloody sock, and Kurt Gibson and this and that. If he <laughs> yeah, ever is able right. to go out and give you kind of a a masterful game seven kind of performance where he's dominant for five or six innings, Taz. I mean, you know, they'll be erecting a statue to Scherzer and Strasburg down there in Washington right quick. I mean, they yeah. will and be amazing. Yeah, I know. I mean, just uh, uh, now they got to win. Watch the Astros got, tonight, yeah. eight one. There's no controversy. We spent ten minutes on it yeah, tomorrow, and away that, we go. I think that's my. my <laughs> to be honest with you, but no. If I mean, if this guy locks up, who do they go to? If this guy can't go an inning, he goes one inning. Oh. Scherzer, he's having a problem. I got to go to Corbin. Right. right. The problem with Corbin is he's a lefty, mm. and it's a right-handed dominant lineup. Lineup, yeah. So that's the problem you have with Patrick Corbin, who we saw earlier in the series get lit up. Yeah. So, I I, but right. I, I would think you'd have to. I mean, I, I don't know exactly where else you're going to go. Uh, if you're Dave Martinez and the Washington Nationals. But I think for them, you know, to get to a seventh game, Taz, I think they saved a little face. You know what I mean? I, mean? For, yeah, I think I, to be up 2-0 in this series and then to lose all three games and then everyone saying this series is over, yep. to win game six the way that they did, yeah, I, you want to win it. I'm not saying everything else is gravy. When you are this close, if you're Ryan Zimmerman, you're 50, 15 years in, you want to win a World Series. Sure. But I think for everybody outside that organization, I think they're playing with kind of house money tonight. They're not going to have the pressure on them. Houston's home. You got Scherzer on the mound. You know he's not 100% healthy. I think the fact that they battled back in one game six last night, I think saved them a little bit in terms of the expectations for a game seven tonight. And that controversial play that we talked a lot about here today and that everybody else is talking about, that was a big deal for them. Even I, you know, Of course, Rendon hits the home run after that. I got it. But... Because of their skipper, because of Martinez, after with this guy's health issues, that he was that passionate and the way he went and went at that umpiring crew and how he was so aggressive and so intense about it, you know as well as me, Moose. That sparks those players. Oh, no doubt. That that shows the passion that that your leader has. That's a, it. Sounds corny, but it's true. Well, to hammer that point home, Taz, what you just mentioned, I heard Ryan Zimmerman after the game and was asked that very question. He said, "We love Dave Martinez. He's always got our back." That's it. I mean, I mean, so yeah. Yeah, whatever you want to say about him, but that hammers that point that you were just mentioning. He has the respect. Whatever you want to say about Martinez as a game tactician, the the Houston, the Washington Nationals, they love their manager. You can, and he loves them. You could tell, and 
yeah, he wants to win. He's the manager. I get it. But he cares about those guys. Like, he cares about those players. I mean, this guy, I mean, coming off of, you know, his heart and all that jazz, I mean, you know, thank God nothing happened while he was out there. But he was red. I've been around people mad, and I've been mad, and I've seen guys get pulled off of other guys in a fist fight a lot in my life. That guy was fixed to throw a punch. He <laughs> I'm was. telling you, man, he was pissed. But I'll tell you, you know, and he gets run out of the game. But let's hear from Martinez because this is the interesting thing from Martinez. He has a very healthy respect for the umpires. And even after last night and getting thrown out of the game, here's what he said in terms of the focus on the umpire in game six. Look, I don't want to sit here and talk about me or the umpires. Or um, This is not about me or the umpires. This is about the Washington National and those guys in the clubhouse coming to game six and uh, playing lights out, uh, knowing that this could be it. Um, and I'm super proud of them. That's great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's no other way to put it. I mean, that is great. He told his team after game five, he said, there will be a game seven. We are going down to Houston, and we're going to win game six. And his team responded. And I think the messaging after the game from Dave Martinez, as you just heard a little bit of a snippet of it, I think it's right on point. He, he's not throwing the umpires on the bus. He wants to tra- under the bus. He wants to transition away from that as quickly as possible. He's not making it about himself, Taz. In today's day and age, he's not bringing the focus on him. He put the focus on the players and what they were able to accomplish on the baseball diamond. And you talk about why guys love playing for guys. Yeah. That's a reason why guys love playing for guys. Absolutely. What Dave Martinez just said after the game six last night. Absolutely. Because uh, he could have went on and on. Yeah. He could have went on and about that play. I mean, he could have went he could have went on and on and on and on about the call of this to that, the whole brook, the whole nine yards. He didn't. He focused on the guys, on the team, what they did, and that they won that game. And listen, I gotta say the other day I was out here with you and I, I'm like, I felt I'm one of those guys that felt like, well, the swing, the momentum that the Nationals had, you know, when they won, you know, when they won two at uh, at Houston and then they lost three in a row. After they lost a three in a row at home to the to, to the Astros. I came out here this week. I'm like, ah, listen, forget about it. Their, their, their momentum's done. Yeah. Well, I was wrong because last night that could bring the momentum right back to them. Scherzer's able to stay on that hill tonight and pitch, and he's healthy enough, and his body, his neck, and his traps don't lock up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my nightmare could come through. And, right. And every Mets fan nightmare. It's all about the Mets fans. That's what this is about. You understand, Moose? Well, and the that's other, what this is all about. Right. And I, listen, I can only do so much for Washington sports. I can't save the Redskins. <laughs> no, you and can't. And I can't really do much with John Wall and the they Wizards. Keep Williams, by the way. You heard? <laughs> yeah, right. They kept Trent Williams. That's but I can't do much for John Wall and the Wizards. Oh, yeah, the Wizards. Yeah. But for the Nats and the Capitals, I'm your lucky rabbits. Yes, you actually are. I and mean, that's it. Definitely the for the Caps. Yeah, definitely for those two teams. If, if it wins, for the Caps, for sure. If they win tonight, if they win tonight, I think you got Ovechkin hats, t-shirts, sweatshirts. You got every merch. I think that he you might. Know, you know who thought it was a good call up the first baseline last night? Bryce Harper. Bryce. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, yes. Holbrook made the right call. Pump him out. Great ball. <laughs> Great call. <laughs> and... <laughs> I forgot about Harper. Oh yeah. <laughs> We love that call. Oh, my God, that's funny. Uh, we'll mix a little football into the conversation. Taz mentioned it. Trent Williams staying in Washington, as is Jamal Adams with the New York Jets. Uh, but some other wheelings and dealings. Not a lot when the NFL trade deadline came and went yesterday at 4 o'clock Eastern time. We'll mix a little football into the conversation. We'll do that next. It's Taz and Moose on this Wednesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227.
It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, NFL on CBS doubleheader as the Colts try to silence the Steelers in Pittsburgh or Tennessee clashes with Carolina, followed by Rodgers and the Packers head out west to battle the Chargers. It all begins with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, only on CBS. Well, as you know, Moose, because you're here during the breaks, Andrew owes me yes, another I thank still you. still hang around during the breaks. <laughs> hang around. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Andrew owes me yet another thank you. You set him up with an HVAC guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, or AC guy. I never knew this HVAC. Friend. You guys say HVAC. I don't know what that is. What's HVAC? Isn't that heating and air conditioning? Yeah, heating, oh, wow. something, Inside air conditioning. I don't know what the V is for. I don't know what that is. Vacuum. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Venting. Heating. Ventilation. Yeah, ventilation. Yeah. Ventilation. I never, I was just called AC guy. And air con- yeah, that's right. So I said PDB. I said you up a PDB. He came to the house, right? Yeah, I, came the, I, I missed him. He, was, he came while I was here yesterday. Okay. And, but the, you had one convo one of my believe. Two. We're pen pals. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's lengthy, right? It, it is. gives you the whole detail of everything. I know a lot about boilers, yeah, he furnaces, he A-coils, boilers. copper wiring, yep. Freon. There's yeah, old I, Freon, new Freon. Oh, yeah. He's passionate. The man knows his stuff. Look, when I send you a guy, it's not like Pete Guest sends guys to Moose's house. And then what does the, that mean? The <laughs> attic falls apart. Spins a wheel. Yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, the guys. I gotta, uh, the Pete, Pete sent a guy. Pete, it's a complete Pete game Guess. of chance. Never, no, no. Yeah. I don't want to. Pete wanna... Guest guy works at a deli making a ham and Swiss with mayo. Then he runs to your house to do your attic. Give me a break. <laughs> the bacon, egg, and cheese with chili. <laughs> He's got guys working in It'll delis in you Connecticut. will if you had yeah. something too much to drink the night before. <laughs> I'm sending you legitimate AC guys. Right, right, right. But yes. see, when now you said that Pete was not in your house yet, though, right? He has not been inside the house yet, no. People are like, what's all these Pete? There's a lot of Pete's. Pete, a lot of Pete's. So right. when There's he goes Pete in the Bilotti, house. Pete B, the HVAC guy, and Pete Gas. That's right. So when he goes in the house. Moose, pay attention to this part. Okay, thank you. When he goes in the house, Pete. Uh, Pete AC. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, oh. I'm AC very Pete. confused myself. He will critique. He will critique the climate of your home. Oh, that's nice. And he'll always be negative about it. Yeah. Like he came to my house. He's like, well, he comes in. He goes, whoa. whoa. I know this guy for years, right? He comes in. He goes, whoa, whoa, like that. And he grabs his arms. I go, what happened? What's the matter? It's freezing in here. Now, mind you. This was last summer. It was August. <laughs> it was 97 degrees all yeah. humidity off Jones Beach. And I'm like, bro, it's hot as you know what out there. Right. Yeah, you want that little cool in the house. He goes, let me see what's going on. He runs over to the thermostat. Right. My wife, we're, we're comfortable. It's all house. He's like, oh, my God. You have this thing at 68. <laughs> he starts putting it up. Yeah. To 72. Yeah. I saw a thing last summer that, that 74 is a good yeah. summertime temperature. Like, it's That's enough of a warm. contrast from outside Crazy. to inside. Get out this of is here. unhealthy. You're living unhealthy. Tells my wife. She goes, all right. Good to Why see are you, Pete. Living unhealthy. He says it's unhealthy. Too cold. It's bad for your arteries. He said. Now I got PTAC guy. He's breaking down medical terms for me and my body. Right. PTAC guy is telling you that it's too it's too cool in the house as he's eating a salami and provolone sandwich. What <laughs> <laughs> roasted peppers on? With roasted peppers. And loading up yeah. on the mayonnaise. Double on a gluten bread. Oh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> on a with a two-liter bottle of cola. Yeah, right. He's like, hey, he's one of those guys. It's really not good for your joints. You got to turn the heat up. By the way, I'm a napkin. Bro. Wipe the mail off my chin. Light a cigar. That's how he is, too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
I'm like, this is he's breaking down like the so when he's going to tell you about your climate, it's either too warm, too cold. It's never just right. Well, he's already done it because he, he was asking me what my current heating AC setup was. Yeah, I told you. He's obsessed. So he, when I'm describing, because my, all my stuff is in the basement. Yeah. And he's like, you know, normally the central air would be in the ceiling in the attic yeah. because cold air is heavier than hot air. So yeah. it sinks. So you got to force your air right. up. It's like, so is it is it warmer on the top floor of your house in the <laughs> summer than the bottom? <laughs> And then is it the reverse in the winter because heat <laughs> rises and yeah, you got, so you, you must have vaulted ceilings, high ceilings. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because I have, I don't have an attic. Right. How do you not have an attic? Well, I have <laughs> I have a split ranch and it's there's yeah. my he, ceiling. He will the, make you feel like your home sucks. Basically. Yeah, that's what he does. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great guy. Sounds great. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping glad he's going to fix it. <laughs> have as long and it, Taz is going to want blow by blow. Once he, oh, the yeah. work begins, we are allowed into the home. Prepare the text messages. Yeah, I do. I, I need to know. The he's going to put is, a tracking device on the H. <laughs> he's a pain in the ass, but he knows his stuff. Right, that's all he knows. Like, he really does, and, and he's, he's not, not going to rip. You he's off. not going to rip you off. Yeah, he's he's not he's, like that. what's not good for me is he's a lot of ooh. Like he oh, does that. That's yeah. not the ideal yeah. system. That's or, oh, gimmick. that's old. That's or, oh, and it's like, yeah. oh, dude, you're killing me. Yeah. Like I'm already assuming my house would just crumble upon itself at some point. And he'll be like, hold on, I'll tell you what's going on in a minute. And he does that. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. And then okay. He's like, get out of that. And then he grabs like, <laughs> yeah. everybody run. And then get he grabs like, house. then he always grabs out of his pocket. I don't know how it even fits this giant voltmeter thing. He's like, let me check it. And he puts it on like the the unit, like these two <laughs> things with a big plastic gun. Yeah. And he's like hitting the buttons and numbers. He goes, "Oh, that's high." <laughs> I'm like, "What is he talking?" I'm standing there, like panicking. Like, how did you find this guy? Well, my son, my son, his son, you played football oh, and baseball. So you together. Know, okay. yeah, he's from my town. Oh, so he's from. So they played little league. Okay. Since his son still plays baseball. Right? His son plays at college. Yeah, yeah. He goes to school out east. Yeah, plays. Yeah, his son still plays. My son learned that yesterday baseball. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His son's go. good play, baseball player. Good infielder. Good how player. How long were you on the phone with him for? Um, well, there was a five-minute pause while his son called him. So probably like 20 minutes. It was the length of a Mikey B podcast. <laughs> it was a 20-minute phone call. Look at you. It's an hour. Ah, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Someone said podcast. Natural segue. Uh, later today on the Taz Show, my podcast. Yeah. Award-winning. Award-winning. Uh, I have a, an award-winning guest. Uh, oh. Someone named Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nice. The, yes. Stone Cold yes, Steve yes, Austin. Yes, my friend Steve Austin will wow. be on. Yes, he's been on my show before. I've been on his and he called me. He curses a lot, Steve. He curses a lot. Texas Jones, you know, very, very, yeah. very like the way you see him is the way he is, like, and, but just more cursing. And how long are you guys going to go for today? Uh, we'll probably talk. We'll say let's do thirty minutes, but we'll go a good hour and a half. Nice. We'll probably talk about everything except wrestling. So like, you'll so, open with Trey Turner and Sam Holbrook from last we pro- night. Probably? We might. He's yeah. a big baseball fan, so we might. We he, and he's there he's from go. Texas, good. so he's. I don't That'd know if he's a. Spot. I don't know if he's a Texans fan or if he's a national, but I know he's a baseball fan. Um, yeah, because we did talk on the phone offline yesterday about the World Series before the game happened. So when will to, that be out, Tess? Oh, today. Yeah, I don't I, play like, games. You know, my team drops it right away. Uh, the afternoon drive, Jones, East Coast. There yeah, you go. So that's when it's going to happen. No, Taz Show, make sure to download. Steve uh, Steve also will be Taz's special guest. Some podcasters, Moose, they record, and then they don't drop a show for like three days. Silly. <laughs> Mike B. Um, oh, where we some go. of the us... basketball drives, we haven't got twenty minutes without talking about it. <laughs> here we go. Sorry, Moose. Uh, let's go. Let's go, Bogus. You let's got it, Moose. Update. Here's your report. It is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. This year, Progressive celebrates seven years and over seven hundred cars given to veterans, giving thanks by providing independence to those who protect it. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. A lot happened in Game Six in Houston last night, but this. 
the most important. Here's the kick of the pitch. Swing and a high fly ball to the infield. For the second baseman, Cabrera, backing up out of the outfield grass. He waits. He makes the catch. And a World Series Game 6 winning Curly W is in the books. The World Series is tied at three victories apiece. And now my uh, mic's on. The on. Fall Classic, Good not job. yet won because, again, the road team won. The Nationals 7, the Astros 2, so we get a Game 7 in Texas tonight. But a lot went into that 7-2 final score. A run in their first at-bat against Justin Verlander. The Astros then answer with two off Steven Strasburg in the bottom of the first. Then homers from Adam Eaton and Juan Soto in the fifth for a 3-2 Washington lead. And then the top of the seventh. Trey Turner called out for interfering with first baseman Yuli Gurriel trying to catch a throw from uh, from pitcher Brad Peacock after a long check with officials in New York. The call stood. Jan Gomes went back to first instead of second and third with nobody out. But then... Anthony Rendon came to the rescue, a two-run homer, then a two-run double in the ninth after his RBI single way back in the first. So five RBI for Rendon, while Strasburg settled down and worked into the ninth, impressing his third baseman. Oh, man, super impressed by him, uh, but not shocked, you know, to say the least. I've been watching him for a long time now, and he's had plenty of games like that. I think it's just been heightened since he's doing it in the postseason now, especially in the, the run that we're on. So not only is the road team 6-for-6 six six in this series, the road team has won the last three Game 7s in the World Series, including these Astros at Dodger Stadium two years ago. It is Zach Greinke and the now healthy Max Scherzer. Tonight, first pitch is shortly after 7 Central. Luka Doncic hit just three shots last night in Denver. The last one was pretty important. To the right corner to Finney Smith. He'll drive and kick it back out to Doncic. Doncic against Harris with six to shoot. He'll try to drive. Got to the rim. Reversing and scoring! And a timeout by Michael Malone. Chuck Cooperstein on Mavs Radio. Those are the final points in a 109-106 Mavs win in Denver. Doncic had just 12 points, 3 of 12 shooting. The Lakers smacked the Grizzlies 120-101. Anthony Davis posting 40 points and 20 rebounds. It's the fourth 40-20 game of his career. And the Heat down the Hawks 112-97. Trey Young sprained an ankle in the second quarter and did not return. The Pittsburgh Penguins routed the Flyers 7-1, a goal and two assists for Sidney Crosby. The Ducks down the Jets 7-4. The Rangers topped the Lightning 4-1. And regular season champs LAFC upset in the MLS Western Conference final, a 3-1 loss at home to the Seattle Sounders. They play either Atlanta United or Toronto FC next Sunday. Not a good name, by the way, Sounders. I've heard them the, the name. I don't follow this much, but mm. I'm not a fan of that. Well, I think Seattle they're on the, Sounders? On I know the, the water, Puget Sound, Sound, right? I know the water. Please, you're going to talk. Great environment, though. Yeah, really? No, I know that, but the name Sounders kind of stinks. Yeah. Right? They, but they play at the link. Or whatever it's called in Seattle. Century Link Field, right? So that's Safe Link Field, whatever it's called. And they get like oh, 20,000 people. Yeah, they get a lot. Oh, no, do I'm they not do the that. walk? That's a good question. I think they do that walk, right? Before a game. Do they do that whole thing? I don't know. Sam? Yeah, knows? The fa- the fa- <laughs> Sammy, the fans do the walk, right? Pete yeah, the, know this. Fans, the fans will march into the, uh, into the stadium. They do it in Seattle. Seattle's one of the ones where it's best environment in the MLS. Yeah, they and originated then, that thing, right? Yeah. yeah. In the MLS. I mean, the, it's no, from Europe. No, right. I'm talking about the MLS. I'm talking about the name of the team, yeah, guys. Yeah. Okay? We know. No, I understand. We're just Sox. showing our soccer knowledge. I know. They look good last Sam time. Sam's showing us soccer knowledge. Ugh. That's what's happening. Excuse me. Yeah, who looked good? The Sounders? Yeah, they did. Uh, they beat the best team in the league last night, as Bogus told us. Congratulations. You're locked into MLS. Can't Thank wait you. for tonight. Big one tonight. Unfortunately, up against Game 7. What are you going to watch? That's a problem. Unfortunately. Did it? 
Yeah. They're called the Seattle's Sound. What are they the called? Seattle Sounders. Sounders. Yeah, it's not a good name. Real Salt Lake remains my favorite MLS name. Oh, what do we got going on here? All right. Yeah, All no, right, back so, to you guys. All right. Thank you, Andrew. All right. Well done. Yes, Real Salt Lake. <laughs> good seeing you, buddy. Take care. He just walked out, ladies and gentlemen. Andrew. <laughs> Someone is up there. He storms out. Like uh, NFL baby. trade deadline came and went yesterday, and and not a lot. I mean, the, that uh, went down before the uh, deadline, if anything at all, Taz. Uh, Trent Williams uh, is now reported back to the Washington Redskins. He did not get moved to the Cleveland Browns. The Redskins wanted a first-round draft choice. John Dorsey and the Browns would not give that up. There was kind of a staring match, and the Skins did not blink as Williams does go back to Washington um, after sitting out the entirety of the season up until this point as we're approaching week nine, which gets going tomorrow night, uh, there was a lot of rumblings and rumors about the Jets, about Le'Veon Bell earlier in the day yeah. on Tuesday that maybe the Kansas City Chiefs were going to bring Le'Veon Bell aboard. They reportedly put together a package to try and get the former Steeler and Jets star running back. That did not go down. Then there was all the rampant rumors about Jamal Adams maybe becoming a Dallas Cowboy. The reports that... The Cowboys offered a first-round draft choice and two second-round draft choices to the Jets for Jamal Adams, you know, their second-team all-pro safety um, a year ago. And then you get the fallout from that. Deals were not done. Robbie Anderson was another guy on the trade market for the Jets. The Green Bay Packers were trying to get him. They offered a four. The Jets were looking for a two. Robbie Anderson remains in New York with the Jets. So, you look around the league, not a lot went down. You had some deals, and obviously more have been done. More deals have been done in the National Football League in recent years than have been done really in the last 15, 20 years in recent memory, and that's great. That's good for the league because it makes yesterday kind of a, a date you circle on the calendar if you're an NFL fan whenever the trade deadline does roll along. But there's also you know the fallout, right? Yeah. And in New York for the Jets, there's a fallout. <clears throat> not with Le'Veon Bell, who's go hopping on Twitter, who's been really a model Jet. He has been. Uh, he, he got yeah. paid. He's been a model Jet. And he's hopping on Twitter yesterday saying, to, telling Jet fans, stick with us. I promise you we're going to turn it around. That's cool. You know, Robbie Anderson is, uh, you know, sending out tweets of movie clips is celebrating the fact that he's still a Jet. Uh, and then you get to Jamal Adams, Taz, where there were reports earlier in the day with Adams and the Jets that he requested a trade, that he wanted to go back home to Texas. And that's why the Cowboys were a perfect fit. Then after the trade deadline comes and goes, he hops on Twitter and says, I never requested a trade. Mm. In fact, he had a meeting with Gase and Joe Douglas, the Jets general manager, and said that um, he wanted to remain a Jet and then found out that Joe Douglas was having conversations or, as he said, shopping him around the National Football League, yeah. which Douglas denies. Well, who knows? Right. And no one's going to know the truth unless you're one of those men, right? So <clears throat> I found it interesting, too. When had a good attempt, but it didn't work for the Browns. So they tried to get either uh, Nate Solder from the, from New York or Trent Williams from the Washington Redskins uh, to make that offensive line better for for all those offensive weapons and Baker Mayfield they had, but it didn't work. You know, it didn't work. So uh, that would have been something, Trent Williams, if he would have went to, to to the Browns. That would have been something. That'd no, been it would have been. But let me ask you this: Is there a fallout in New York with the Jets? Mm. I mean, if you're if you're Joe Douglas and you're telling one thing and the players saying another, and there seems to be an issue. I guess with with Adams and Jet management down in Florham Park. I guess, I mean, if you are if you are the Jets and you're trying to win, why would you get rid of Jamal Adams? Uh, no, no, I I don't know the answer to that, and I agree. I mean, I'm a fan. I think the guy's great. Um, I don't know why you would try to do that, but I I also think that these guys are all you know Douglas and these guys they're trying to save face, right? So they're not gonna you know they're not gonna say, "Let's like, no, that didn't happen." That's not you know they're trying to make moves. I don't, but 
why to make a move to get rid of Jamal Adams makes no sense. That makes no sense. He's one of the better D-backs in the game. You well, know? there's no doubt he's one of the better safeties. And then are we getting into a semantic argument where mm-hmm. you say, okay, if, I'm, if I have a great player on my team, say you're general manager X, and you have a player that you look at as being a foundational piece of your team, a non-quarterback, a left tackle, a corner, tight safety, end, whatever. Right, right. whatever you know, <clears throat> if someone calls and you have no interest in trading that player, would you would you even then have that conversation with said other general manager about player or would you basically say that player's not on the table there's nothing you can really offer me to get said player i think you listen i think it's bad business it doesn't cost you anything to listen if it's confidential <clears throat> if it's confidential <clears throat> and these conversations are usually supposed to be confident confidential it doesn't cost you anything to listen. So that's what good businessmen and women do. You would do. have that conversation. Even say Absolutely. if someone, okay, what Absolutely. about if someone calls up about the Chiefs, about Patrick Mahomes, you would have the conversation? I, I, it's just a conversation. Yes, I would. I, you I wouldn't? Don't, uh, I don't know. I, I think there I are guys that are untouchable. All right. I mean, uh, I look at guys as being untouchable. I mean, now I'm not telling you Jamal Adams is that guy, but I, I, don't, I don't really know what another team could ask me if and offer me for Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? To have that kind of conversation. Now that's the extreme. I understand that. I guess my point being is that are we getting into a semantic debate when you have this rift now between Douglas and Adams about whether he's being shopped around the league or whether Joe Douglas was simply fielding calls from other teams when they, you know, is it one, if, if you're Joe Douglas and you did not want to trade Jamal Adams, are you then, I guess, and you would entertain those calls when the Dallas Cowboys come I, calling yeah, and I ask would, you about Jamal right, Adams. Right, but Moose, right, and I think you hit it there for a second. I think Douglas was just fielding calls where people were calling him about Adams. Yeah. I, I don't think, to to answer your question, I don't think that, that Douglas was going out saying, hey, uh, hey, Dallas Cowboys, what do you think, man? Uh, if we give you guys Jamal Adams, what can you give us? How many number ones can you give us in the next couple of years? Or what, what would you, you know, I don't think Joe Douglas. I don't think Douglas did that. I think people were calling, "Hey, what's the deal?" You know, they're looking at the Jets like you guys are not a good team. They're saying to themselves, "Let's call the Jets." They, they're not doing well right now. They ain't going anywhere right yeah, now. Maybe they want to make a move. They got a guy like Adams. We'd love to have. You know, they just moved Williams to the to the Giants. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. So I, I don't. I don't think Douglas. Re- what do you think? You think Douglas reached out? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I listen. Um. I think there's probably a little bit of truth to both ways. I think he probably got a lot of people calling based on what you said, Taz, but I also think probably he might have made a call or two. But the question is, do you think do you think, you know, Jamal Adams is long for the Jets? Do you look at Jamal Adams and say, I, I think he is gonna be you know, I'm getting a sense that Jamal Adams is not gonna be long for that franchise. Mm. Are you getting that sense a little bit? There's been people that believe that he doesn't want to be there, maybe wants to go back home to Texas, the Cowboys. Those rumors have been rampant for a couple weeks. And now you have this story that comes out yesterday. Do you think the, do you think the mending of the fences needs to happen right quick here for Jamal Adams of the Jets, where his season is completely lost? Yeah, I, I don't think he's long for the Jets either. Because I thought he I, – initially I thought – look, when Jamal Adams was – all that stuff won't happen with him with, uh, with the Jaguars – I'm not sure. I'm going to say Jalen Ramsey. I'm sorry, Jalen Ramsey, and ends up with the Rams. I didn't expect that to happen. We understood all that stuff was going on. I kept saying, "Hey, you know what? They're going to work this out. The Jags are going to work this out with Ramsey. He's not going anywhere." No, none of these players are. Everyone's able to be moved. I mean, that's just the way it goes. So I, I don't. I don't to answer your question. I don't think Adams is, is long for the Jets. And you brought up the offensive tackle position. I wouldn't have done it for Nate Solder. 
But if I'm the Cleveland Browns, why wouldn't you give up a first-round pick for Trent Williams? I, 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 I why would. wouldn't you give up a guy that's clearly he's got you know four or five very good years left. You need an offensive left tackle. He's a premier left tackle. He's a seven-time Pro Bowler. If you're John Dorsey, I get trying to get a guy at your price. The offensive line's been an issue this year, Taz. You want to try and run and establish the run. Why would you not go get one of the best left tackles? The, the, the likes of Trent Williams don't become available all that often. Why no. would you not give a first-round pick for Trent Williams? No, I know. I know. I I, I, I would have given that up if I were Dorsey. I, 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 yeah, absolutely. That guy's the real deal. I mean, and... So now, I heard he now he, he showed up yesterday, though, right? So he now, did. So yeah. now, but that doesn't mean he's going to he play. Made his triumphant return, but that doesn't mean he's going to play. He could, you know, uh, right? Yeah, I mean, I he, he could have in shape. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, what I'm saying he could be. Maybe he don't want to play. He could be like you know the Ramsey thing with the back. You know? Oh, right. He could show up. Right. He could show yeah. up with a right, yeah. back in. Yeah, he could. That's possible. You know what I mean? Any, anything's possible. You're right. He could do that. Uh, so, you know, I mean, you're a Redskins fan. You think he's just, you know, the whole, you know, you think he's just going to show up now? Like, all right, you know what? Let's go. Here we go. I'm in now. Uh, I think he's going to, I think it might take him a while. I mean, I think it might take him a while to get back in that lineup. Do I think he's going to be in the lineup taking on the Bills this Sunday? I'd be surprised. I mean, but he's a, you know, maybe he's kept himself in, in great shape. Maybe he has. No, I don't you're know. missing my point. Dude, I don't think he wants to play for them. Like, I oh, think I, just I don't disagree. Up. Is it something with his deal that he had to show up or something? Well, like... he wants. He doesn't want to have a completely lost season. I'm sure the, the he's getting paid a lot of money. I mean, yeah. So I'm sure. I I don't think you can do that. Uh... Do you think you can do that? You think you can show up and then claim you're hurt and sit on the? Dude, can we you saw really... Ramsey do it? I know that, but we killed him for that. That's not right. You think? No, I, I agree with you. You think Trent right. Williams is going to do that again? I I don't know him personally, but I'm strongly assuming. Look. Has he played a snap yet? No, and he still hates the medical staff. So what? 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 Cha- I'm mean, rhetorical question. What? <laughs> what change? You know what I mean? What change? money? Right, exactly. Right. So what changed out of trade deadline? Now he shows up. That, that, you know, well, because I, he was probably hopefully he was going to get moved, right. and then all of a sudden you have the line here that he does not get moved. The trade deadline comes and goes. Understands he's losing the amount of money That's he's right. losing. That's it's time point. to it's time yeah. to report back to work. You got to go to work. But now. I hope if you report back to work, even though you hate the team, Taz, I think you're there to do your job. Now Ramsey didn't do it. Admit, listen, it could be a Pollyanna view, a very wow. naive view. Pollyanna. I get that, but I will say this: I would think that if I'm showing up to get paid and work, I'm going to work. If I'm Trent Williams, there's a report from NBC in DC. One of the reporters says sources say he has no intentions of playing. He showed up, but uh, see, no intentions. Well, then, of the record, I didn't write that story. Well, then how do you pay him? I don't know the answer to that. Well, then how do you pay him? If his like he said, he pulls a Ramsey he and he's not feeling. You can't do that. You can't. Then, Dude, then, he, then I would file. Guys. If I'm the Washington Redskins, I'd file a grievance. But well, but listen, you're right. You can't do that. You shouldn't do that. But I mean, that's once a terrible... one player, we saw Ramsey do it, and it worked out for him. No, no. But he actually played some games <clears> before he, he went out with and, the back injury. And then injury. there was the big problem, the big fight with Marone. We know the whole thing, right? I'm just saying, this guy Williams is—he's not playing, dude. He well, showed you, up because but of the Taz, money. You might be right, but that, I would never pay him. If I'm the Washington Redskins, what am I paying him for? I, I don't disagree with you. Well, I, I, I don't, then don't show up. He Stay might home. have, but hold on, he might have language in there that if he's there, you know, if he's part, you know, that they might have to pay him. They can't. They can't. It's tough to prove that he's lying if he says he has. A back or migraine headaches or something well, like that. There's a report saying he has no intention of playing. I, I, before I knew about the report, I was telling that. No, no, no. I happen. understand. No, no. That the point being, though, Taz, is that is something that's highly debatable. I mean, you, you could have a conversation. If I'm the Washington Redskins, 
I'm a I'm a fan. I hate the ownership. But if I'm the Redskins, I'd never pay Trent Williams a dime. Then that's a that's baloney. That's nonsense. That's BS. Well, now you they don't show up. Well, I, I, I don't care what the language is. You have to be there. He's not going out there. He's not. He's not working out the cap. He's not no, a capologist. These guys he's don't left tackle for the Redskins. A lot of these guys look at it like it's them against management. It's them against ownership. <clears throat> ownership uses them, so they're going to use ownership. They want to get paid. They know they, ha- they all have great lawyers and great agents and great representation. So they know the do's and don'ts of their language in the contract, and they're going to protect their asses, and that's what they're doing. And a part of me agrees, I understand, but you know what? Just because you to get moved, now you show up. It just seems a little funky to me, a little fugazi. He just shows up now, right or wrong. I mean, oh, I, I don't, I don't disagree. Stay all of a sudden, out. he's Mister Mister Washington Redskin now. All oh of a no, sudden, I don't buy. You know. I don't buy that at all. I don't buy that at all. But I would rather have just stayed away. And I was defending him. I wouldn't trust the <clears> Redskins' <throat> medical medical staff either. Yeah, I, no, I, I know. I, the, the, this whole marriage with, with Williams and. Uh, the Redskins, it's it just got to go away. I mean, just they, it, but they couldn't. I mean, the Browns had a lot of interest. I guess maybe you're right. Maybe Dorsey didn't want to give up a, number one or something like that. I guess that's what the case was. You know what I mean? But if you're Trent Williams, you're showing up to a one and seven football team. Like, uh, let's go, let's yeah. go, let's go. I'm ready to play, guys. Let's take on those Bills who are coming off a home loss to the Eagles that are willing to whoop someone's Fred, ass. And listen, whatever the motivation is, it's not that Taz. But you cannot then show up and say, oh, I'm hurt. Watch him have some sort of an injury. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, you. I'm not saying that that won't happen, Taz. That's nonsense. I know. And I'd sue I, his know. Ass. I know. I know. And if I was the Redskins, sue. I wouldn't pay him a dime. I wouldn't pay him a dime. I'd say, go on your merry way. Get out of here. Go back home. I'm not paying you. Taz and Moose on this Wednesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, as we sit here on this uh, Wednesday morning, it is Taz and the Moose with you. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. That is your number to call. So you look at the National Football League, not a lot at the trade deadline, Taz. Uh, Yesterday, a lot of rumors, but really not a lot of substance to those rumors about names being bandied about, teams trying to improve themselves. The one thing you saw is that uh, you're going to get a quarterback change in Cincinnati. Yes, which, I mean, those poor people. I mean, those Steph fan base, they have just been they, – they, they need a whole revamp. Um, I mean, they're 0-8, uh, and, and I don't see any wins coming for them anytime soon. And I, I, can you blame them for, change, for, for, you know, for making a move? I mean, if you're in the position that we're in, they, you know, Andy Dalton, what's going on? What are they, no, so, all right, Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley. Uh, what, you know, yeah. in a quarterback, the Bengals are 0-8, Zach Taylor, and let's hear from Taylor. Yesterday, um, play, uh, we'll go cuts 10-11 there, Sammy. Taylor, I'm benching Dalton. Very hard. Andy and I have, have uh, had a lot of conversations over the last couple of weeks, not about this, but just trying to make this offense get going and this team get going, and he's put his heart and soul into getting this thing right. The hard thing now is when you're 0-8 um, 
and you make a quarterback switch, people tend to look at the quarterback and say he was the problem, and that's the furthest thing from the truth. Well, it's it's the bye week, and so now you get a chance. If you're going to make that decision, you give Ryan a little bit more time to, to grasp it and get ready for the next opponent. Well, yeah. you know, and you can understand it. Sure. Uh, yeah. He's due to make $17.7 million next year. They're not going to pay him if he's on the roster. Uh, that's Dalton, that is. Uh, it's not completely Dalton's fault. The offensive line is terrible. Uh, he's had some success in the National Football League. But, Taz, for the Cincinnati Bengals right now, they're in the information gathering business, and they've got to figure out whether Ryan Finley can play in this league yeah. uh, before they get into the offseason and next April's NFL draft. Absolutely. You know, he's a good quarterback coming out of North Carolina State. The rookies are saying, I mean, you, know, you got to see, you know, I, what, what do they got to lose? They got to give him a shot. He's a big kid, athletic kid. He's like six four, six five, big kid. They're not to lose. What are you gonna do? You know? No, I mean, you you're know. right. I think it's the right call. It's not yeah. a complete knock on Dalton, and I don't think Dalton's days in the National Football League are over. Should his days in Cincinnati in all likelihood come to an end after this season? We come back, third and final hour. We have the three coming your way. Jeff Blum is going to join us as well. Talk a little Stroh's baseball as they get set to entertain the Nats in a big game seven of the World Series tonight. It's Taz and the Moose on a Wednesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.